tune in and talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dime. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. The whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bones, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When they try to come through the eight gap without block, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs, I'm the coasting in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your top on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go on ahead and get your walk on. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. Yo, welcome back to another Sebastian Lane with Dave and Rasta. Um, got our guests already backstage, so won't take too much time. We'll get them all here real quick, so you get them out of here for the night. He's got a big game coming this week. Um, so almost game time, like eight, seven, no, I think we're eight days away now. Um, we'll be six days or something when this show launches. Um, so it's kind of getting itching, man. We're almost there. So we got some um, big commitments coming up this week with David Stone and Daquan Patterson um, as they're getting ready to make their announcements. Uh, we just had Kamari and Franklin commit last week. So we'll talk to them up and everything once our guest, guest gets up out of here. Um, go ahead and get them all. Let them introduce himself. And, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and get the interview going with them. Yo, what's good, bro? You can hear us? I don't know if he's frozen or not. Somebody like frozen. You can hear us, bro? Yes, sir. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So we appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you coming on and joining us tonight. Real quick, for everybody that's watching live right now or watching this um, and listening to it, let them know kind of who you are. Introduce yourself, man. Let them know where you play, what position, and uh, what class you're in. Name Mentrans Walker from Atlanta, Georgia. I play at Beaufort High School, a four-star inside linebacker. Class of 2025. Gotcha, man. And a current Michigan commit as well. Uh, so, real quick, man, your season just kicked off last week. Um, how's it feel to be back out there on the field, man? I think he froze again. He froze up. Yeah, I think so. Yo, you hear us, bro? Yeah, you can hear us? May, yeah, may yeah, I have I to hop back. Can you repeat that? Yeah, yeah I'm good. No, I'm good. I got you. So your season kicked off last week. Finally back out on the field and stuff, man. How's it feel to be back, you know, on the gridiron? Feels good to be back on the field, man, being with the guys. You know, we're just trying to get back to that state championship. We lost out last year. The second round didn't end the way we wanted to. So this year we're coming back with, um, coming back with a lot of motivation to get back to the top, man. We want to. You know, just go one and zero every week and play fast and physical, fast and violent. Yeah, man. So we had um, one of your teammates on, Devin, um, a couple of weeks, I think last week, and we were talking to him about you guys got arguably to, to me one of the best athletes in the country in KJ playing on the offensive side as well. Then you get a number one quarterback in Dylan Raiola. 
in practice, man, what's that like for you guys who are, you know, juniors and stuff, getting to go against dudes like that every day in practice? Kind of walk us through that, man, what that means to you guys and what that does for y'all. I mean, that definitely means a lot. I've been knowing KJ pretty much all my life. I um I played with him in Little League, so we was like eight, nine years old knowing each other, so I pretty much grew up with him. And um, Dylan Riola, I actually just came from his house. We was watching film as a um, couple of the guys was over there watching film. So it's nice to be around a guy like that who's made motivated to be great. Me and him, sometimes we go out on the field 6.30 in the morning before we even start our regular weight training, just, you know, working to get better. It's just nice being on the field with him, you know, um, him making different checks, calls. It's just he on elite, uh, he's on an elite level when it comes to this quarterback stuff. And KJ, he's just a, a freakish athlete. He can do it all. So it's just nice knowing that he's behind me and he's going to have my back whenever we on defense. So looking at your guys' roster, right, um, you know, you're one of the top linebackers in the country. Besides you, you got arguably another top linebacker in the country in Jaden. And then behind you, you got KJ, you know, playing uh, safety. You also got Devin back there. I mean, you guys are fully loaded, man. What, yes, like, how do you guys feel, like, how y'all stack up against the rest of the country? Because you got, like, modern day, you know, it's always stacked as well. You know, you got yeah. Duncanville and Tech. Like, just, like, you guys are absolutely loaded. What do you well, guys you know, think? Y'all pair. Man, we really believe in our guys. Like, we don't think anybody else, like, outside of this huddle can really mess with us for real, for real. You know, the guys that you just named, like, I really feel – like, KJ is – he's ranked number one athlete in the country. I really feel that nobody else, like, in the country is best with him in his position. Lottie, that's my boy. That's, like, one of my best friends. Like, we've been talking about this since freshman year, being highly ranked, highly recruited, been, like, one of the best in the nation. So, we take pride in that every time we step on the field. I pretty much don't think nobody in the country is really messing us, messing with us for real, especially our defense. Like, we got guys all over – we got guys all over the board. And we play at a different standard here at Buford – like, it's just not for stars or rankings or playing for offers. We actually play for, like, a real traditional city who believes in Buford, comes to all of the games, like, real support, boosters, all of that. So it's for something bigger than us. It, you know, mentioning that, like, you know, the tradition and, and the history behind, like, the city with you guys. So you guys today just announced there's a $60 million stadium being built. Now, I know that probably be there or you know built after you're here but for you to see something like that i mean down here in south florida it's almost impossible to build that because of the land and everything we, we just don't have that like that but to see that for you guys like we look like, damn like we wish we could have that obviously you right. won't plan that because you know it takes more than two years to build a stadium but seeing that what do you like how do you feel for your guys behind you freshmen who may see that or guys that are coming up through the ropes watching you guys play right now. What do you – like, how do you see that, man? What does that mean to you guys? I mean, it means a lot knowing that, like, our hard work is being supported by, you know, the city and that they really believe in us. As far as the young guys, they'll come through and see what this thing really means when they buy into the program. Like me, I wasn't from Buford originally. I moved up from Atlanta before ninth grade, so I had to learn, you know, Buford tradition, everything that they stand for, everything that they're about. And, that new stadium, yeah, it's, it's good and all. It's going to be a nice thing for people to see. But we're used to, you know, going down in Tom Ryder Stadium, legendary Tom Ryder Stadium, balling out on Friday nights. We know all the legends that have walked through there 
and it means a lot to us. So for for that hard work to lead up to a new stadium being built, we can't do anything but make more memories and new beginnings in that stadium as well. Right. And I know you mentioned earlier, you know, state titles obviously go this year, getting a banner to be hung up in that stadium and stuff like that. What has the offseason been like for you guys? Have you guys been working individually doing, you know, personal trainers? Has it been team, you know, bonding exercises? What has the offseason been like for, for you guys? The offseason was real this year. I can't even lie. We probably conditioned more than we ever have before as a team. You know, we came together. We really bonded. We had camp. We had overnight camp, like, for two, three days. So we really bonded as a team. You know, of course, uh, the guys have, like, their own personal trainer. Some of the guys have their own personal trainer outside of Buford. But Buford is pretty much all the training you need when it comes to our coaches. But, um, you know, people just bought into the program and seeing what it really means to be a part of Buford football. So everybody's just trying to lock in. We're trying to go one and no each week. Right. So – Primarily, at least with you for right now, your position is the mic. Is that where you want to see yourself playing in college, or you don't really care? I just want to get on the field. You put me outside. You put me at mic wherever. Or you kind of want to play mic in college? That's where I see myself. That's why I'm being recruited to play in college. I pretty much can play. I I feel like I can play any linebacker position. I feel like I'm very versatile. They were seeing my film this year, like over the past two games, like. Two of my big hits came off the edge, so like none of um I can drop in coverage, I can do all of that. So yeah, I'm being recruited for the mic. I definitely play the box real well and read pulls, read guards real fast. But I feel wherever I wherever they need me to play at linebacker at the next level, I'm willing to do that. Gotcha. Um so I've seen a couple of different measurements for you. What is your current height and weight? I'm uh currently six one, two twenty two. Okay. So I caught you on Jaden's film. I was watching Jaden's film last year, and I seen, you know, obviously you in the middle. And I had to go watch the tape. You put, you, you laid out some offensive alignment. And I was like, I got to go see this dude. He looks nasty. And I turn it on, and majority of film, I'm like, dude, this dude is, he's a run stop. Like, he's physical. But that's not, like you just said, that's not your only game. Like, people sleep on that. You can go out there and cover, run, sideline to sideline. What do you like to do? You know, do you like to come up and just deliver punishment or you want to take a pick six? I like knocking people out. <laughs> I like knocking people out. You I wouldn't like even done asking and he said, hold on. Let's just settle nah. this right now. I love like, it. Yeah, I like taking like, people out of the game. Since I, was, yeah. since I was younger, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Like, if you <laughs> on my sophomore tape, it's, it's not that much coverage. Like, it's never been – I've really never been in situations where I had to do that, but like this year, right. like I'm playing in a lot of different. I'm, I'm playing in a lot of situations where I do have to do that. Like I'm playing seven yards off the ball. I go to edge sometimes. I'm in the mic, so you know, everything. Yeah. Everything is pretty coming full circle. Like I'm willing to do it all. No, I feel you, man. And you guys all mesh. Like you look at the tape. Like like you said earlier, you've been you know KJ for for a while. And it looks like you guys have been playing ball together for a while because y'all just mesh. Yeah. You know, like, like Jaden's more of your like an outside linebacker. He goes out and covers everything. Right. Wide receiver slide does not matter. And then you got you that the running back want to come through the hole if he wants to. That's his lifeline. So like, right. It's fun watching. I'm a South Florida guy, you know, and we're all about speed, obviously. But like, I like watching you for football because 
you get a little bit of all. You get some physicalness. You get speed as well. Like you guys, like like you said, KJ. I mean, that's he's been one of my top guys. I don't care if he's committed to Florida State or not. I mean, I've been vouching for that dude. You can ask my co-host. I've loved KJ since I've seen him last year, and just watching you guys, like yes, I was kind of disappointed. I thought y'all was gonna win the state last year, but you guys are still young. Like you know, yeah, I know you got Dylan and it, I was KJ and stuff like that, but you guys got some juniors on that team. That next two years, y'all yeah, like last year, like last year, me and um, well, well, as far as like defensively, me, Pilati, Devin, we all had to start like early as sophomores, so we out there in big game situations going against teams like Thompson, Mill Creek, just having to step up and become just mature in those moments. So we've really been battle testing and put into a tough situation. So now that we get older, it's like it's time, like it's been time. The recruitment process started early to all of us, but at this point, it's it's time to get locked and loaded. I feel you, bro. I'm going to pass on my calls, man. Let them chop it up with you for a little bit. So, like, class of 25, and I know a lot of dudes, everybody's recruitment's different. Some guys like to go ahead and get things done. Some guys like to kind of ride it out. But you, you've already made a, a verbal to Michigan. Why was it important to you? What, what were the factors in, in making that decision this early? Um, really, man, they've had always been my dream school since I was younger. And throughout the whole recruitment process, I was waiting on that offer. I went up there. I went up there one time my family. I loved it. And they just show a lot of love. Like, they came to my, they came to my school, like, three times in one week, like, the week before I went up there. And when I went up there, I felt all the love. I just, I just made a decision, like, it was time to do it. Gotcha. Uh, obviously, obviously, you're committed to them, and I don't know that strong. But I'm just asking, just out here. Have you have you shut your recruitment down, or are you still kind of you still open? No, nah, I definitely haven't shut my recruitment down. A lot of things been going on. Okay. Can't really get into it. Can't really get into everything, but yeah, I haven't shut it down completely at all. Yeah, good enough. I was just curious, like I said, just kind of for me, but I understand. That. I'm not going to ask you to get into all that. So I know, like you had. You, you had a, uh, a top four of Michigan, Penn State, Florida, LSU, and obviously you went, you're committed to Michigan. But of those three, or out of those four, the other three that you did not pick, which one of those, or is it all of them, which one of those three are still communicating with you the most out of your top four? Definitely Penn State. Okay. Probably Penn right. State, a lot, a lot of schools. Like Penn State, LSU, the other schools have been comp- – um, lots of other schools uh, communicated with me too, but those are just the ones on the top four. Okay, and so that's your top four. Obviously, you've got a impressive offer list and all that. Who that wasn't in your top four? What What are the other schools that are reaching out to you the most that you didn't have in that top four? Miami, um, Miami been reaching out to me a lot. I got a close relationship with the staff. I talk to Crystal Ball on a weekly basis, Coach D. Nick, pretty all all of the guys on the staff. Um, Alabama, they've been reaching out. Stanford, um, Oklahoma, Louisville, been reaching out. A lot of other schools been reaching out, but the ones that I'm like like heavily interested in: Penn State, Miami, um, LSU, Stanford, and Alabama. Probably would have been easier if I asked you who wasn't reaching out to you. I would, I would guess. 
that's pretty impressive, especially 25. I mean, you've still got a long way to go. So I know you committed to Michigan, I think, uh, like, in, right, like in February, I think, and then you get picked up Miami offer about a month after that or so. You mentioned Crystal Ball, Coach Nicholson. Coach Nicholson is new to Miami. Did you have a relationship with him when he was at previous stops, uh, or did that relationship just yes, not start? I had a relationship. Well, I didn't have a relationship with him, but he had like, cause I was uh, underclassman, but he had been coming to my school like a lot. Like he had been evalu- evaluating me when he was at Louisville, and after um, like after he left Louisville, I don't know if he was at Cincinnati or no, he was at Louisville. After he left Louisville, he offered me. No, nah, was it Cincinnati or Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. Okay. After yes, he left Louisville, and he went to my. He reached out to me. He thought I was a 24 at first. He thought okay. I was a 24 at first. And then um, we started talking. And then, like, like two days after that, he had offered me, and that's when we started a relationship. I was supposed to go down there for the cookout, but I wasn't able to make it. But I'm going to try to be up there this year for the uh, game, September 9th, first A&M. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, great. That kind of takes me into my next question. I was going to ask you about a possible Miami visit. Uh, but you just put that out. So what, what about maybe some other visits? You got plans to hit some other places, and if so, where else do you want to go? Uh, I want to make it up to Penn State for the whiteout game against Iowa. Uh, I wanted to make it up for Stanford, them versus Cal. I just wanted to see how the, uh, the West Coast vibe. I wanted to make it up um, probably Michigan, Ohio State, but definitely Penn State versus Iowa and uh, Miami versus Texas Okay, cool. Um, obviously, football, I get all that. But other than football, man, what do you want to do in, in school? What do you want to do in college? What do you want to study? I want to study broadcasting. Um, okay. Newscasting has been like anchor, ESPN type stuff. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, last thing for me, and I'll pass it back, but uh, football aside, man, season's over. Nothing's going on. You're not working out. You're not in the weight room. You're not practicing. What are you doing, man? What do you like to do in your free time besides besides ball? Besides things related to ball, really just uh, hanging out with family, hanging out with friends, putting on nice clothes. That's about it. Gotcha. Sounds good. Hey, I appreciate your time, and I'm going to pass it back to Ross and let him finish up with you. Yeah. Just a few more, man. We'll get you up out here for the night. Um, so you mentioned broadcast. You know, um, it's something you want to go into. Hey, we can add you on here as a co-host, you know, get your feet wet as you, you know, <laughs> it offers. <laughs> nah, like a third I mean, co-host, right? Do I need to know? Is something I need to know about? Nah, we'll kick you off. He's way better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, um, so obviously St. Francis Academy last week, uh, big shutout, big win, obviously start season this week going into Mallard Creek. Um, what's it like, man? Is it staying focused, stay mindset, you know, week to week doesn't matter competition what what's kind of the flow going into this week basically you know coach been preaching just stay humble and you know don't get sad don't be soft and satisfied but hungry you know just hungry for more because like last week's over yeah it was a big game yeah we shut them out yeah i had to get game big hits and stuff like that but it's about what you can do week after week stacking good weeks on top of good weeks staying healthy and hopefully make it through a 15-game season. You know, got to keep the film coming. Nah, I got you. So I, I just ball out one weekend. 
Now you go ahead. My bad. I I hear you. Oh, just can't ball out one weekend. You know, stop balling. Got to continue to be consistent. So that's what separated the good from the great. Nah, for real. So I saw a clip. You guys call home. That's the wolf's den or something. something yeah. Like okay. So I see a clip of you guys' interest and all that. What's that like, man? Because I don't really see that too much in, in high school football. You know, a few places, big schools, da, da, da. what's that like, man? Yeah. Like, that's a different interest I've seen. Yeah, it's like no other, man. Just coming through the tunnel, smoke going, just like it's real, like Friday Night Lights. It's like a movie. We uh, watch the Glory Land song, just all the Buford tradition. Behind, like before we go into the tunnel on the little Jumbotron, all, and then when you come back out, because like you come out for warm ups like an hour before the game, you go back in. When you come back out of the stadium rocking, like you got a student section right there, the kids, all the all the kids be there. It's a feeder mm-hmm. program, so like all the little kids, they look up to you, teachers, uh, their family members, like old Buford coaches who used to coach who started um, the traditions, everything. Like it's just like no other. It's it's love surreal. It. I love it, man. So growing up watching football, college, NFL, whichever one it is, who did you kind of, like, look at? Like, I want to play like him, model your game after. Who's one, two, few of them? Who's some guys you looked up to, man? Luke Keekley and Ruben Foster. I like Luke Keekley because he knows the play before it happens. He's a real student of the game. The last hot um, drafted inside backer to get picked. He went first round, ninth pick. Like back in like, I forgot what year, but I watched him throughout his whole little process. Also, Ruben Foster, like I modeled my game after him. He's a dog. He, uh, I ain't gonna say he was a bust, but in college he was a dog. Like he had a hot motor. He wasn't stopping. He was physical at the point of contact. Nah, for sure. Um, before you get up out of here, man, shout your stuff out. Let them know where to watch you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, wherever to follow your recruitment, man. All right, go um uh, go follow my Twitter at Mantrez Walker. Go follow my Instagram at Mantrez M A N N T R E Z. I got you, bro. I appreciate your time, man. We'll, we'll be following you for sure. Um, I know you got my inbox earlier. What I sent you, um, those will be coming each week. Uh, we're definitely excited to watch you guys and, and see the development over this year. Uh, we'll have you back on, check in with you and stuff, just see how everything is going along. Um, can't wait for you to get down. I'll, you know, kind of ask you how that Miami visit went and stuff like that. Um, definitely, you know, appreciate your time, man. Have a good night. We'll be in touch. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate it. No problem, bro. Have a good night. Yes, All right, man. So that's uh, Mantrez Walker out of Buford High School in Georgia. Four-star linebacker committed to Michigan. I know he committed early, like February 22nd, something like that. Um but he's a dog, bro. If he goes to Michigan, I could see the fit because Michigan puts out linebackers. Um, you know, he's a big physical dude, bro, in the middle of a defense. Obviously, I'd love to have him down here in Miami, um, getting into Buford and stuff like that. Like he said, man, that's a feeder school, bro. Every year they're loaded. So, um, good interview, man. Um, smart kid. Definitely loves the game. He's got a high IQ. Um, so I, I, I like that interview. Yeah, he he's definitely on that board. I'm, uh, he's way 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 up there. I can promise you that. And like I said, the the communication with Miami, I know, is big with him. 
And and I like to see the jump on that. You know, we just picked, you know, we just recently had a, a wide receiver commit, right? Class of 26. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do, man, this day and age. You see these young men are committing earlier and earlier. And when folks now used to, you could kind of justify, man, why are we going after it? You have to do that. That's the thing about recruiting. I don't think people understand the depths that it goes. It's not just the current class. you got to be two or three years ahead because everybody else already is. And you have to build those relationships. And these coaches, you know, the way these coaching carousels go, you don't know year to year where you're going to be. So you got to build those relationships, you know what I'm saying, where you're at so you can carry those with you. So, um yeah, that's the recruiting. That's the recruiting game, man. It's crazy, but the, that young man right there, I can promise you, he is way up on that board. And you go check out his his uh, film, you'll see why it won't take you very long. So, uh, I would love to see that relationship. I love he's going to be at the Texas A&M game. I didn't know that until he just told us, but I'm happy to right. hear that. So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm glad you kind of brought that up. We just got to commit. I know this show dropped Friday, but literally yesterday, surprise, yeah. Malachi Tony. Um, we're going to probably be, if he stays in the class of 26, he's going to be top five wide receiver in the country. With Wherever, whatever class he's in. And his name holds weight in South yeah. Florida. Yeah. Weight. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, you look at it, and like you just said, well, you took a guy that's two cycles, three cycles away, technically, because yeah. 26 yeah. were still in. Yeah. But we can always reclassify. You know, you just never know what that option is if he does. But there is an option that he could reclassify. I don't want him to, and I always say that because I understand. those dudes in 25, I, I want know. all of them. <laughs> you look at his I, class 26, I want all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, let's layer this thing a little bit, right? Oh I know God. what you're saying. There, there's, there's enough in 20. Don't get me wrong. I'll take him when he wants to come here. But, but there, there's plenty yeah. to go around. Let's get these. Let's get 24 done, first of all, and then let's get those 25, and then you get into the 26. Yeah, yeah even yeah. if he reclassifies, that's a top five dude. If he stays in his class, chance of being the, the guy. But uh, yeah. even if he even if he bumps up, you know what I'm saying? He's going to be that. Yeah. He's going to be a top five dude across the country. Yeah, but, uh, yeah let, let's layer that thing. That wide receiver spot is, and I know you're excited about that. That's one position you really have to worry about talent-wise for a few years. Nah. Yeah, no, you can continue to do that and build that and just let that right. relationship grow. And like you said, his name, you know, there's a method to this madness, and his name carries a lot of weight down there. Uh, yeah, I mean, big name around that. You got yeah. Jamari Brady. Who's yeah. Like literally, like as soon as it was announced, pow, you started seeing dudes. Yeah, like, oh, hold on. 25. Yes, like, yeah, so, yeah, it's not like dudes his age and not younger. There was older dudes going, hold on a second. So Yeah. Because yeah. they know what he's, you know, they know what he's capable of. I mean, yeah. you know, and I don't think we're done. You know, like uh, I, uh, I, know no. I mentioned it a couple shows ago. Yeah, that twenty-five class might start really taking off with, with you know Luke Nickel at quarterback, and then now you got Malachi Tony, Kasani Giles in that twenty-six class. And like, I know it is early. There's nobody saying these kids are committing and sticking for three years. We're not saying that, but if you look at how look at look, let's take this Florida State class right, who's ranked top five in the country at this moment, and you look at when Cam Davis committed, Luke Cromecker, however you say his name, their quarterback. Look at when a lot of those dudes committed. They've held on to those guys for two years, mm-hmm. you know, and this class is formed, and now those dudes that were probably on the fence, maybe because they had been committed so long and they may have wanted to decommit or take visits or whatever, 
they've seen the class of course they put together and they're like no nah, i think i want to be a part of this that happens you know instead of sitting here trying to get their commitment in two or three years when the ohio states are fully fledged on georgia bama us like before it is get these guys in you know like i see it on the timeline why haven't we already received commitments you know where, where we're at in the 24 class why did it take till late in the 24 cycle to get the first guy to commit now y'all complaining that they're committed. <laughs> it's like and i know it's you're surely not come on I people are it. complaining no man every no damn no day wow now um That's different yeah man. i mean it is it, it, it's, it's interesting right like yeah you know if we can win <laughs> we start putting these wins on the field yeah. and the production is there and everything else we're doing what we're supposed to do you shouldn't have to worry about it yeah. i can tell you now malachi tony didn't commit to miami just to commit the kid had offer he could went to ohio state and then flip later the kid has offers he already so, got an all his offer sheet is like what first kids right now that would have yeah mm-hmm. they would take half of that so yeah. if you, you know you got to have that mindset you got to have that confidence that your program is going to elevate and get better and get to that level and so if that holds true with Miami, then by the time he rolls around, he doesn't need a reason not to not to stick. You know what I'm saying? If you get to that level, then that's where you want to be, and a player like that wants to be here. And right. if his name and his commitment can bring a few more with him, that's what this thing's all about. I know there's a lot of moving parts right now. For uh, sure. Recruiting has gotten frustrating. It's gotten difficult. It's gotten, you know, a Everything. lot of things going on, a lot of a lot of – I don't know, a lot of people involved. But at the end of the day, man, this is a relationship-based business. And if you can mm-hmm. build those relationships early on and continue that and then throw all those other parts in there, yeah. that's when you know that you're winning. So uh, hopefully that's what we're doing. So obviously got surprising good news. Um, for if you want to say, I don't care. You want to go complain, go complain. I, don't, I really don't care. But we didn't get so much good news last week. Yeah, Martin Franklin, huge, huge miss. There's you can't no excuse for it. There's no spinning it, nothing. Big time miss. Um, commits the old miss, stays home. Um, everybody thought he was an Auburn lean, and then boom, commits the old miss. Kudos to him, shout out to him, best of luck to him. Um, obviously, I don't think we stopped recruiting him because you just never know what might happen at the end yeah. of the day. Yep. So he commits the old miss. Obviously, a big miss on our hands with D tackles, a huge pressing need. Oh, well. Time to move on. You know, there's, you can't even, there's nothing else to be like, is what it is. Okay, they don't commit to Miami. Oh, well. Um, but there's some big announcements coming this week. Mm-hmm. Mr. David Stone, five star. The lineman out of IMG. Also, Shamanat Madonna, homegrown talent, Zaquan Patterson, said both set to make commitments on Saturday. This release on Friday, so it'll be tomorrow. Um, I'm not feeling confident on either. I don't think we even have a shot with Zaquan at this moment. Um, how are you feeling going into this week? What's your thoughts? What's your take? First of all, uh, on the uh, 
on, on the Cam Franklin situation. No, I have not moved on. No, I do not have to move on. No, I don't. I stop. I stop whining around just long enough to do this damn show. And when we're done, I'm going to go back and cry a little bit more. But no, nah, man, he, you do what you do. But you're right. You continue to recruit him, you know, all the way to the very end. That's what recruiting is. And he knows that. And we're not the only uh, ones that are going to continue that. If you think Auburn isn't still calling him, if you think, you know, all these other teams, uh, even the ones that weren't in it at the end, you continue to recruit him. Unless you, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, uh, Ole Miss could just, you know, uh, completely fall down or they could win it all. I don't know. But you continue to you continue to work that, and we know that that's how it goes. But yeah, right. definitely a miss. There's no reason to, and anybody would tell you that it's not a secret. So you know, congratulations to him, and best of luck, and you know, staying home. And uh, I will say this uh, for any of the uh, young men that that we are recruiting, it's nice to see. Hey, he stayed home, right? He wants to stay home, put on for his hometown. So you know, maybe follow that lead, but. Anyway, for the weekend, yeah, I agree. Uh, I like the way you said Zaquan. I don't feel good about that at the moment. I think that's probably something that doesn't go away this weekend, but you continue to work, and there's a chance that, you know, down the road it seems like maybe something, you know, could be in the works there. But as of Saturday, I don't feel too good. Uh, David Stone, I feel better than I do about Zaquan. I'm not, you know, 100%, not all in, not saying he's coming here, but I know that uh, I, I know they're paying attention, you know. I know that. And right. I know it's a trench guy, and boy, oh boy, but I'd love to get that one right there. So, and uh, you know, hey, man, uh, Miami's home for him. I don't care what he says. I don't care where he's from. Or <laughs> I know where he's at now. So you, know, you just need to, uh, instead of going home, you just need to stay home. Is what you need to do. So, and uh, you, you know, anything, anything you think you might get elsewhere, you can do the same thing here. So you know, uh, stick around. Yeah. Let's see what happens, man. Let's do this damn thing. I mean, my thing is, you know, we've put a ton of effort, time, soft. Oh. We couldn't spend this if he does decide to, you know, it's, it's honestly it's a very similar situation. Very. And wants to stay home, represent Oklahoma, whatever that case may be, whatever he's, whatever he wants to, you know, feel. I can't blame the young man. You know, at the end of the day, that'd be his choice. But he has been playing high school ball in Florida. This is where he has called home for the last few years. And if he wants to stay in Florida and call it home too, we definitely going to support it. You know, um, he's a huge need. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. And you pair Stone with Artavius, I'm, I'm okay with that. Then on top of Russell and Marquise and then Elijah, and we're not done. We're, I mean, we're, we're definitely not done. We're still recruiting some D linemen have not been mentioned on anybody's boards, timelines, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you are talking about Mario Cristobal. Yep. Man does not sleep. He does not care who you Literally are. Literally, he doesn't. I'm convinced of that. I, he, yeah, he, nah, that man hasn't slept in a couple of years that I know of. But he, right. know, he's not sleep. He's not human. So. No, uh, and we, we've heard, what have we been hearing this whole recruiting cycle? What have we been hearing about as far as what Miami needs to do? When the season gets here, Miami needs to put – well, guess what? It's here. The season's here. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is where the rubber meets the road. You know, yeah. it, it, you know, it's, it's time to put up. So, you know, let's do it. It's time. I'm, I'm. It's time. So, like we've done in the previous shows, we had a linebacker on. So, we're going to talk linebackers for the 24 class. Um, and then we'll talk 
the linebacker room that we have currently. So we'll start off with the current linebackers. We just took like 10 or 7 out, out of last class. Eight if you want to count Caleb Spencer. Mm-hmm. But looking at that class, it's stacked. I mean, we oh, go wrong. Yeah. From Trillium to Popo to Bobby Washington to KJ Cloyd. I mean, it's it's finally feeling very great in that, that room. I know you still got Corey Flagg, who I, I, I will not knock. Um, he's put his blood, sweat, and tears into this program. Goes out and works his butt off. I, I'm not going to knock the young man. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. I don't care. And stayed. And I'm not trying to interrupt you. The man stayed yeah. in the time when it's so easy and literally second nature to just go. That man stayed. You say whatever yeah. you want to about him, but he stayed here. Facts. And I guarantee he, I'm not saying he can go to Alabama and start. I there's schools out there that he can go to, power five and all, and go start. Yep. You know, get his playing time in, get his film, do whatever he's got to do. He stayed. Same with Keontre. You know, yep. I'm not going to knock Keontre. He's done nothing but come here, work, do what he's supposed to do, do what he's asked to do, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and just bash these young men because you do get guys in that were hype on, you know. But it's looking a lot better in that, in that linebacker room. I'm oh, feeling yeah. way more confident with, you know, Fra- uh, Francisco, KJ Cloyd, Wesley, you know, Keontre and Flag are both going to have more, you know, experience from last year because they've been with the program for years now. Finally in the system for, you know, with Mario for two years, that culture. Then you bring in the young guns. I'm, I, bro, I'm static about that. That, bro, that room. Yeah. That, that, that freshman linebacker group. Good God. Bro, what, you know what really excites me? Not just their talent and what they're doing on the field and they're, they're just knocking people out, and they're fast, and they're big. Like we just, we've talked about this. They look different. But what mm-hmm. I'm so excited about is now the guys in front of them. There's no more, you know. Well, I, you know, I get there when I get there this morning because you know they ain't nobody taking my spot. Who's going to take? No, you better be doing your thing because there's three or four guys that are on your tail. They're going to play. I mean, they're going to play. It's not a matter of that. But there, you got some heat now, and that's what we have been missing in so many spots for so many years. But now it's like it's. I know they haven't played yet, but it's like it's like an elite, right? I mean, you get that feeling. That linebacker room, and if you have not seen Coach Derek Nicholson on the sideline or in a practice or in a huddle, boy, are you missing out. And when you take the mindset of them dudes, you know we've had Popo on the show, and you know you talk to some of these guys, and you get that mind. Whew, it's it's impossible. If you're not excited about the linebacker group, you have no pulse at all. Mm-hmm. That ain't Kool-Aid. That's facts. That's right. just facts. So going into this year, you know, and you look at not only like the guys that we currently have committed um, at the linebacker position, mm-hmm. but looking at that class overall, right, I – I'm not going to spin it. You know, I, I love Cam Pruitt. I think he's a, the new age linebacker. Yeah. Big, fast, physical. I think he's 6'3", like 190, something like that. If not, he's 195. Like, he's not small. You know, and then you got Vincent Shavers, um, who is 6'1", 210 pounds, not small, um, kind of somewhat similar body style to, as Wesley. Um when he was coming out of Central, 
I know people are going to say, I'm not comparing Vincent to Wesley at all. I don't think they're the same player. I'm not saying that. But I will say, Vincent will get to show what he's capable of now that he's at Central. He's going to play yeah. a national you know, schedule and stuff like Absolutely. that. You have no excuse to say, well, he plays that monster face. Monster play, still plays some good talent. Don't get me wrong. But nobody around the country can say, well, it ain't like he plays somebody. Oh, yeah, he does. And, and he can prove that. Now, if he goes out and balls out this year, cool. Then you turn around and you look at Cam Pruitt, and you turn on that tape. I know he's played a lot of safety. He played all over the field for uh, Theodore High School. That kid will lay you on your back. He is what you kind of want in a linebacker. 6'3, 190. He'll get here, be 6'3, 200, 205 pounds, like that over the summer. You know, he's not probably going to start his freshman year, so I'm not truly worried about that. Red shirt, let him eat in that, that strength and condition coach come in. The next cycle, 6'3, 220, 215. What are you going to, bro? Insane. Um, there are still some guys out there, you know, like Chris Cole and. You know, I'm pretty sure Mario's doing what he does with Coach D. Nick and still kind of knocking on some doors around the country because, like we've been saying, the season has to play out. You know, you got a Darius Hayes that's committed to UF. Yes, I do believe it's going to be a hard flip. I'm not saying we're about to walk in this flip this man. But if UF only wins a couple games this year, you never know. You never know what's going to happen, you know. Um, so I would just kind of – be patient. You know, obviously it doesn't look like Chris Cole's coming to Miami, and I get it, whatever. But, bro, you just took four linebackers last year. Four. And a couple out of portal with one having multiple years left in the system, and you still got a guy like Wesley. So it's not going to be easy to sell these guys, like, hey, I, you know, come here, you sit for two years, three years. Hey, you come and compete. Well, you tell me I got to go compete with six dudes over here. Meanwhile, I can go over here and compete with one or two, and I can get to the field. I get it. I, I'm not telling you what these kids are going to do. It's hard to do that. Right. But let this season play out. Let's see how things shake up, and we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. That's my take. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And not, and I'm just going to kind of piggyback off what you said because I agree with it. But not you talked about, you know, you come here and compete. And then you ought to compete with who? You compete with those guys sitting over there. Them dudes right there? Like they already look like they've been here for two or three years. And that's kind of what you're seeing. I think it was a great point you brought up, you know, uh, dudes like 63190. But if he comes here, he doesn't necessarily – he doesn't have to play his first year. Hey, if he does, great. But you can get in that condition. And all of a sudden you add in another dude that's 6'3", and going to be 215, 220, whatever. And that's what we've already got here. You know, yeah. we got three or four of them dudes, and that's the freshman. Then you get into, you know, the other guys. And so, yeah, man, linebacker, I'm not worried about. Hey, Chris Cole, please come here. For mm-hmm. just let you go. Please, please come here. Yes, absolutely. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think linebacker is a spot. You know, where you just have to go crazy uh, right now. And if you miss out on some guys, you know, you shoot your shot. If you miss out, you have to get, you know, uh, completely upset about it. I think we're good at linebacker right now. Bro, when you can tell, when you can look at me and say Malik Bryant is the smallest guy in the linebacker room. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even mention him. That's stupid. That's crazy. That's what I said. We took four last year. I know. I know. Technically, it would have been five if you count Taylor Spencer. Yep. So, I mean, (laughs) 
and they're dudes like they're not you know this is not you these are not your father's linebackers these ain't dudes that just gonna stand there and cog up the middle you know what i'm saying these right. you're brian erlacher oh bro yeah bro, if you haven't seen these dudes go side to side oh my god bro yeah. popo runs like a four three nine four four that don't even make sense like are you see bobby washington runs a four three you're talking I'm linebackers who's six three two hundred thirty five pounds running a four three Man, bro, that's like a missile. Yeah. Freaking missile coming at you. Let, let a dude like that hit you going top speed a couple of times. You, you're going to think did. another minute. Next time your number gets called in that huddle. <laughs> uh, Coach, can you run me that side of the field? Give it, hang on a minute. Hang on. Give it to give it to dude over here. He ain't played all game. I ain't played. Right. You know, you didn't check <laughs> Let's get a scratch on his jersey. Yeah, checking nah. yourself. And then not just hitting you, but then you ain't necessarily going to – you you're going to run away from a guy like that? Not too many people are. And, and I'll tell you this, because we just had Montrez Walker on the show, yeah. mm-hmm. 2025 linebacker. We're talk, we just talked 24, right? We just yeah. took two, and there's possible another one. You go look at that 25 linebacker class. <laughs> oh, my God. There seems to be a pattern here. There seems to be a pattern here. You look at the guys that we got in the class last year, right? Now mm-hmm. you go look at guys like the young man we just talked to. Seems to be a, a a certain type of guy that we're going after, because that dude right there, he I hate to newsflash that young man's not done growing. Oh no, he's twenty five. Mm-hmm. He's six one, two hundred twenty two pounds. He's he's a, he just started his junior season. He's not at the end of his junior year, and he's six one, two hundred twenty twenty two pounds. And he can be six two six three, two hundred thirty pounds like that. Oh. Bro, the way yeah, he could be that by next week. He still got to go through his junior season, go through his senior season, get to a college campus, go through the off season, and then depending on what happens, go through his freshman year in college. Oh, right? Oh yeah. That's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of hanging and banging, and that's a whole lot of eating right there between now and oh, then. Bro. I love eating, it. Oh, eating. Well, about forty-five minutes. Um, you know, appreciate you guys tuning in. Like we always tell you, if you don't follow us on Twitter, both our um, ads are underneath us if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, mine is at Rasta Edits and Dave's is underscore D Franklin. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to follow at. You can follow Sebastian Lane um, show as well on there. And um, I know I didn't put up the, the topic thing. I, I told you guys it's been kind of a hectic week for me. Um, I will get on that though. I promise. Um, it will be a busy week this week as a lot of guys are going to start committing this week for high school. Obviously our guys are pretty much narrowed down, but, um, across the landscape because high school football started last week. Um, so it's a good slate of football games this week as you know, there'll be Friday and Saturday. So definitely tune in to a lot of these guys. There's a national slate of high school football, college football starts this week. Um, some big games there with Vanderbilt, Hawaii. I know everybody's like, that's not big. Yeah, it is. Cause the first it's, so I feel it's, it. big, it's big when we ain't have football in this. Exactly. this that's, like a, that's like a playoff. It's like game. a teaser, you know? It's like y'all say it ain't a big game, and every one of y'all going to be like this when that damn game. I'm going to be locked in. Heck I got yeah. six TVs behind me, and every one of them will have a game <laughs> on. Um, but it'll be fun, man. Yeah. Glad to finally have football back. Ours will be next week. Me and Dave will be doing a pre-game for the Miami of Ohio um, game that week. It will drop 
the morning of game days. So we will be doing them. I know our game next week will be Friday. So that podcast will drop Friday morning. And everyone after that will drop Saturday, Thursday, whenever we play. I know we have a Black Friday game as well. It's Bethune, our Boston College. That'll be another Friday morning. But every other one, there will be a podcast dropping in morning of game day um, each week that we have a game. Also, I think that morning as well for tailgates or that night or whatever, whenever the tailgate is, AO and Lex are doing a live tailgating show as well. So tune into that. If you don't follow Miami Flow, go subscribe, go like. We will be live um, on the other shows as well. And like I tell you guys, go follow us on the podcast, any platform streaming, whatever it is you, you use, Spotify, podcast, Apple Tunes, whatever. Go type in Miami Flow, Sebastian Lane, uh, Miami Mayhem, Max Out, all the shows that you we have. You can type it in, it'll take you right to a show. Click it, hit subscribe. It'll tell you when we go live, when a new uh, episode drops. All shows from YouTube will be on there. So are greatly appreciative. Um of all our supporters, everybody that watches us, tunes in. Um, thank you, guys. Please go hit the like button. Please go hit subscribe. And as always, 